0: The Omaha Storm Chasers began the week by finishing off a six-game sweep of the Indianapolis Indians before welcoming the Iowa Cubs to Warner Park and extending the winning streak to nine games in dramatic fashion. 2-0 pitch. And he clobbers it to left. It's on its way. And that ball's way out of here. It's a two-run. While the Chasers streak ended the following night despite five shutout innings from Jackson Coar, they returned to the win column on Thursday behind four home runs. Anthony Swarzak ended the 8 5 win with the rarest of all pitching feats. Swarzak kicks and delivers. Swing and a miss, strike three. It's an immaculate inning for Anthony Swarzak to end the game incredible! Omaha's offense has been one of the best in the league, and they proved why again on Friday with a season-high 13 runs on a season-high 16 hits, including five more home runs. Ryan O'Hearn provided two more blasts, bringing his weekly total to four. In 28 games, the Chasers have 12 games with at least 10 hits and 11 games with multiple home runs. Meanwhile, out of the bullpen, left-hander Gabe Spire continues to shine, extending his scoreless streak to begin the season to 14 and two-thirds innings across 13 appearances the Chasers rounded out the week on Saturday with a 5-0 shutout win to become one of just five teams in all of minor league baseball with 20 or more wins on the season following a Sunday night baseball series finale against the I Cubs the Storm Chasers travel to St. Paul next week to visit the Saints for a six-game set with the Omaha Storm Chasers
1: I'm Jake Eisenberg. It's been another week littered with home runs, but still inconsistent baseball for the Northwest Arkansas Naturals, who have only taken two of five games from the Tulsa Drillers. The momentum from a 12-2, seven-homer slugfest on Sunday carried over the off day and into a 4-1 win over Tulsa Tuesday, behind Marcelo Martinez, first win of the year, but the inconsistency that has plagued the Naturals all season long came back Wednesday, with a 9-1 loss, followed by a 7-6 defeat Thursday, as the pitching staff combined to walk 14 batters across the two games. Despite the walks from the pitchers, the long ball has been working for the hitters, as the lead all of AA with 43 home runs through 27 games. Top prospect Bobby Witt Jr. was one of three players this week to homer twice, including a 441-foot blast in the first inning Wednesday. First pitch to Witt. Bobby Witt Jr. demolished center field deep. Duran Kendall will watch it fly. Bobby Witt Jr., first pitch swinging, leads the yard in the first. First. We're tied at one. Tulsa, Northwest Arkansas. On the eighth home run of the season from Bobby Witt Jr. Witt and Nick Prado are now tied atop the A Central leaderboard with nine home runs each, while Prado has the most walks in all of AA and the highest on-base percentage, slugging percentage, and OPS in the A Central as well. The Natural's squeezed out a 4-3 to win Friday with three home runs, but fell 4-2 to Saturday. The club sits one game under 500, third place in the AA Central North Division. They look to split the series with the drillers today at 2 p.m. For the Northwest Arkansas Naturals, I'm Nicholas Batters.
2: Finally back on their home turf, the HAC West leading Quad Cities River Bandits spent the week fending off the second place Beloit Snappers. And after being shut out in a one-hit loss on Monday, Tyler Gentry led the Bandits to an 11-5 win on Tuesday and blasted two home runs in a six RBI night. On Friday, Angel Zerpa led QC to an 8-5 win as the lefty crafted his campaign's fourth five-inning start with at least seven strikeouts. At the plate, Tucker Bradley Raised his June batting average to 6.67 with a 2-for-3 night, and Vinny Pasquintino came within a single of the cycle and became the High A Central's first to 10 home runs while also leading the league in RBI and extra base hits. Looking for back-to-back wins on Saturday, the Bandits got five innings of one-run relief work from Dante Biasi, who kept the Bandits within striking distance for Eric Cole, whose three-run go-ahead splasher guaranteed the Bandits a split of the six-game set. Quad Cities will look for their fourth series win on Sunday before heading up to Peoria for their second meeting with the Chiefs. From Davenport, I'm Kyle Kercheval.
3: The Columbia Fireflies split a doubleheader with the Myrtle Beach Pelicans Saturday evening at TicketReturn.com Field at Pelicans Ballpark. The story of the week has been the Fireflies getting washed out. After having an opening day rained out May 4th at Augusta, the Fireflies didn't have a rain-affected game until June 3rd, when they had their scoreless contest with Myrtle Beach suspended in the sixth. Friday, they picked up the game as part of a scheduled doubleheader, but the two teams could only complete the first game, as Myrtle Beach scored in a walk-off fielder's choice in the home half of the ninth before the tarp had to come on next to the pier. Mother Nature threw the offense for a loop after a game one of the doubleheader yesterday... Columbia found themselves scoreless in their last 21 innings of play. That changed as they notched two quick runs in the first inning of Game 2 and salvaged a doubleheader split with a 5-2 victory. After tomorrow's series finale at Myrtle Beach, Columbia will stick on the coast and start a series at Joseph P. Riley Ballpark in Charleston, where they'll play the Riverdogs for a second time this season. Charleston split a series at Segre Park a few weeks ago. From Columbia, I'm John Kosas.